This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Today, we're going to talk about our experience riding Russian trains. Probably the first question, what is the difference between all of the different classes? They have a number of different classes. You go to buy a ticket. Back in the day when I was there, you had to go and actually talk to someone at the train station to buy a ticket. There were no automated machines. So like, you know, trying to understand the difference between the classes while also <laughs> trying to get the ticket on the train you wanted was very, very difficult. But anyway, you have what they've called like sitting room only, which is called sidiace mesta. That's just like a regular standard train with just rows of seats where you can sit. Then you have what's called Platzkart, which is a big open train car where you have, you know, seats for everyone. And then Marcus, I know there's kind of even nicer seats than that, because the next one up you have Coupe, where it's just closed, each group of four people. But what, what's after that? I know you've ridden on the nicer trains. So you have the Coupe, which is the four beds, and you can close the door. Then you have your CV. I'm not sure what it stands for actually, but it's just two beds. It's called Spalni Vagon. Spalni Vagon. Right. Sleeping car wagon, <laughs> sleeping compartment. Right. <laughs> so you have just two beds to your, you know, if you're traveling as a so couple. There's no top bunk. No top bunks. And then you have TV in there. And then the top is called Lux or Lux. Mm -hmm. And main difference is obviously, actually, you have your bottom bunk is probably a not quite a queen size i mean it's a it's a bigger bed for example uh, you know mom and dad can sleep up top uh, on the bottom and then there's a normal twin bed up top and so like uh you know it's ideal for that um and then in that same uh, compartment you have your own bathroom and a shower mm. and that was kind of a, a fun experience taking a shower while the train was kind of rocking yeah. back and forth but uh that's with the sv the the kind of the one right below looks lux that was really nice i think you know most westerners would take the uh the sv and the the lux right well so here's the thing i've ridden on the train many 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 times in russia and almost all of my experience is actually in platzkart I have some more experience in coupe okay. with my wife, <laughs> but a very good friend and I, we took Platzkart and we went from Moscow to Yekaterinburg and we stopped in all of the different cities. I also, you know, rode to Siktivkar where I have a bunch of friends, which is like 30 hours from Moscow. Also, I took uh, Platzkart. Lots of crazy stories in Platzkart actually, because no matter what happens in Platzkart, there's going to be something going down nearby. And especially as soon as people, just so, just so we're clear on the Platzkart, yeah. I, I just want to explain real quick. So imagine the whole train car is like, so you have the compartments, but none of the doors are on there. And then you have a bottom bunk and a top bunk on the side of the train car. So when you're walking through, you, you see four bunks on the right and then um, the two bunks on the, you know, bottom and top bunks on right. Like, parallel to the train so you're walking by like each uh, compartment you're walking by six beds which 
you know, everyone, and then everyone has their food and, and you get all the smells in there and <laughs> all the stinky feet. Yeah. But I think it's quite the, the worst experience. part of riding in the train in Russia, literally the worst. Well, there's two things. First one is people snoring. If you're in Plotskart, I mean, the smells, it's not nice, right? But you, you can get past that. But the snoring always drove me crazy. And then the other thing is that if you're in there at the height of summer or the height of winter, it's either going to, it's going to be very hot in both scenarios. In the winter, it's always right. hot in the train. Right. And in the summer, not all of the trains have air conditioning, so it can be ridiculous. But actually, before we get into kind of some funny stories, we should also talk about the differentiation. There are two kind of types of trains. You have, first one is called firmini trains, which is like company trains or private trains. And then you have all of the other trains. And there's a big difference between them in terms of price and in terms of comfort level. I've found that actually if you take the most expensive company or firmini train in Platzkar, it's going to be better overall than the worst train in Coupe or Esfe in terms of comfort. Yes. Yes. Because the company trains, they're newer. A lot of them are just one, like between two right. cities. So it goes from one city to the other and then it's cleaned and, and serviced and then it goes back. Whereas the, the state trains, they can be like from Moscow to Vladivostok and it's the same train. <laughs> like if you're stuck in that compartment and you sleep several nights with the same people or you can have even people coming on, um, on and off at different yeah. stations, different cities. So that's that's kind of well. So here's the thing: my wife lives in Glazov, which is in the middle of nowhere, but it is along the Trans-Siberian route. So going from Moscow to Glazov was always a relatively pleasant experience. But if we didn't take the family train back, the company train, you got on the train that had been already going for you know six and a half days before it gets to Glazov for the last 15 hours to Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> so I know all too well right, what that's right. like. And <laughs> And just so we're clear also, so, our, you know, people who haven't experienced Russian trains, we're talking about these long, long distance trains where, you know, you sleep at least one night. So, for example, Moscow to St. Petersburg is an overnight train, unless, of course, you take the, the Sapsan or the Nevsky Express, which is a four hour no, fast train. No, 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 there's, but, there's, um, no, 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 there's also day trains like the Moscow to Nova, uh, to Murmansk. Yeah. You can get on that and you can right. ride all day in the... To where? Moscow, Moscow to, to Murmansk to go to St. Petersburg. There's all kinds of trains yes, that go. Yes, yes. But I mean. During the day. But you mean you would still stay, you'd stay overnight from Moscow, for example. You'd stay overnight, maybe even if, you know, a good portion of it was the day trip, you'd still to Murmansk. No, still I know, but I'm saying night. like if you get on the train going from Moscow to Murmansk, but you're getting off in St. Petersburg, I'm saying you can get on at 7 a.m. in Moscow and waste oh, the whole day yeah, on the train. Yeah. I see what you mean. Right, because they have the trains that are going between Murmansk and Anapa, mm -hmm. yeah. for example. And people can hop on and hop off, of course, right? But uh, you still, those long trains, you still get those, most of the time, those unpleasant situations where, you know, because a lot of Russians will bring their food for several days and it's like boiled eggs, uh, canned canned meat and yeah so, uh, things are very very strong definitely smell. interesting one of the other <laughs> issues i think that you encounter 
I'd be interested actually to hear your your experience with this, Marcus, because we've never talked about it. I know you you don't drink. Many of the funniest stories that I have on Russian trains started because somebody in the compartment had brought alcohol on the train. Interesting to mention that the first time mm. I was in Russia in 2009, and I think you know the, when I first moved there in 2013, it was also still okay to take alcohol on the train. And there was I think a point where you could buy alcohol on the train, but you could bring it on. Uh, but any in in any case. In the very beginning, I had all kinds of crazy stories about, you know, you get on the train, you get in your compartment, and as soon as the train like leaves the station, if there's an old guy in your compartment, he whips out a bottle of vodka and puts it on the table immediately, and um, that's what you're doing. And if they find out you're an American, I'd be interested to hear how, how you told them no, because I never had any luck. <laughs> right. I can't remember a time that I actually, you know, was in a well, I guess if you didn't take Plot's card, yeah. Plot's card with... Happen. No, I, I took Plot's card plenty of times. I just can't remember a time where, you know, most people had alcohol. Sometimes we did chat and they said, would you want some, do you want some? But I was never in, you know, a compartment with two other guys who are kind of drinking <laughs> a lot, you know, uh, which is, I think... I think maybe unusual, but yeah, I mean, I have so um, many stories, not only from, you know, sitting in the coupe, but I remember the very first time I went to Russia, you know, me, I was with some other Americans, two of us went to the restaurant car and sat down. I'm not even kidding. Within 30 seconds, some Russian guy at the next table over says, come over here. And then he could then calls the waiter and he buys a whole bottle of vodka and he's like, you know, we have, we have to drink to meeting each other. And then it just, you know goes from there right because <laughs> what else are you going to do on the right. train right well, i have <laughs> when i traveled from moscow to yekaterinburg with a very good friend of mine we yeah first train from moscow to nizhny novgorod was it was during the day so like we left at i don't know two o'clock and the train ride takes six hours or something maybe seven hours i can't remember exactly anyway as soon as we sat down there was this old guy named petrovich or at least that's what his friend called him. I, I don't remember what his first name was, but his friend called him Petrovich the whole time. And he was like probably 80 years old. And he was, I mean, he was ready to get drunk the minute the train left the station. And um, him and his other friend, Mikhail, I literally never forget this. Like they pulled out all the stinky food you can imagine and then a bottle of vodka. And then they were like, ooh, we have an American guy and Turkish guy in our compartment. And we were in Platzkart. Because again, we were thinking like, <laughs> we're just going to take the day train and we're going to get to Nizhny it. Well, like I said, as soon as we get off, he, you know, he whips out his pocket knife. He's like slicing up the cheese and the smoked turkey and all this crazy stinky food. And he's throwing the shots back and he's like, you, you need to drink too. You need to drink too. And so, you know, you want to be nice in the beginning. So you like, you take one shot and then it, it got completely out of hand. Like the two guys are Mikhail and Petrovich are fighting. And then they're telling my, I have a video of my Turkish friend. They're like arguing with him saying like you know you're gonna drink this shot and he's like no 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 i don't want to drink and you know this petrovich guy he's like beat boyish <laughs> and he's like yelling at him he's like no 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 and my turkish friend's like i don't want a scandal he's like scandal and illusion <laughs> um i'll have to send you this right, video because right. you'll think it's hilarious <laughs> I mean, these kinds of experiences happened all the time. Oh, I actually forgot. We were sitting with a Brazilian guy too, like on the vertical. 
one. So you said, you know, you're walking down the aisle and on the left you have your, you know, pair of four people and then right across from you have two bunks going this way and the other, you know, they're like perpendicular right. well, on, on those uh, parallel ones outside of our coupe, but still obviously visible. There was a guy from Brazil. So like he immediately kind of took the us cause you know, he, we were the only people in the, the whole area he could speak to. Right. <laughs> and so then like he was involved in all, all of this and it was a total mess and that's not the only time, but that was like the biggest experience I had with just <laughs> older Russian men just really being into drinking and wanting us to, to drink a lot with them. I was going to, I was going to point out real quick that it's funny that Russians typically don't, you know, they don't travel by train because they want to or love to or whatever, because as foreigners, it's right. interesting to, to go, you know, from go to Russia and travel between Moscow and St. Petersburg and go on the overnight train. And I would definitely recommend, you know, if you have the chance, take the yes. plus cart, the open compartment type train, because you well, meet I talk some, about the drinking. You but have those on types the other of hand, I also had where... tons of great experiences, just meeting and talking to people and practicing Russian. I mean, it's a fantastic opportunity to really understand Russian culture. And to Russians, it's so strange that Americans or, you know, any foreigners would want to take the train for the experience because they're like, I, I'm taking the train because I can't afford to fly. <laughs> you know, I'm going, you know, from Moscow to, to Vladivostok, seven day trip. Why would anybody ever want to do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, out of my experience, so I went to Moscow and then I st stayed in several, several cities. Um, in different um i never took the sidiachi because i know i don't want to sit on that hard right. hard bench for <laughs> six or more hours but i took every other every class. other class exactly the the lux was you know is great experience i would say you know probably most people don't need to take that because it's the most expensive but the the spalny wagon is nice but the um Plutz card is is also great if you can get those exactly. company trains between you know individual cities. But my favorite was probably actually probably the coupe that I I hated the coupe itself. But my brother and I just spent the whole time pretty much in the, oh, the, the restaurant, restaurant car. So much fun. Where we you know we just we sat there, which is weird because. A lot of people didn't go to the restaurant car. Well, we found. Come on. It was almost empty the, with with us and maybe the a few. Food people. in there is incredibly overpriced. It's not good. And if you go there and you don't order any, I mean, to us, right, spending you know four hundred rubles on a cup of borscht, right? It, it, it's expensive, but it's not crazy to us in dollars. So we're willing to do that. But if you go there and you, you just sit and you don't order anything, I've had this happen. They ask you to leave. But if you go there, you know, you order, you know, a juice or yeah, a Coke, but and then you order some little bit of food and this, that you can sit there forever. But most Russians are like, why am I going to spend, you know, a thousand rubles, which is a lot to most Russians who are on the train on, you know, this crappy food and crappy service. Right. So I think right. that's why people aren't usually sitting there. Well, well, I, I don't remember exactly how much it was. I, I know that it was overpriced by Russian standards, but exactly. by Western standards, was it was like, okay, I'll gladly pay for this to be out of my coupe for several hours and we were just sit we were sitting there playing cards you know sometimes people would walk up to us and 
how there was another foreigner trying to i can't remember where he was from but he was trying to like communicate and i i translated right. for him but um you know if you speak russian it's really a fun experience because the 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 cook and, right. and the the what's the lady called Pravodnitsa, yeah. the the conductor lady she was like what are you guys doing out right. here you know because there's a lot of foreigners who take those trains they see all the time but they can't right. communicate I was just say they take and you. so she's like why is it so intriguing to foreigners to you know to take these trains so that was my favorite part in the in the restaurant car yeah. sitting there you know playing cards or something no i like i said i only have lots of positive experiences i the older i get i certainly prefer to spend more for the upgraded class uh, you know but i i think some of my best experiences in russia happened either on the train or the train was sort of facilitating me to some of the, the best experiences you know getting to some of those off the beaten path places in russia right right so so Anyway, that's about, you know, an overview of Russian trains. There's lots more that we could uh, get into. Like, I, I really like the St. Petersburg, Moscow yeah. fast train as well. But if you ever have the experience to, to take a train in Russia, um, you know, take a couple different uh, different classes and you'll you'll get the full experience. And if you've already done so, comment below and tell us your favorite stories from Russian right. trains. And let us know if there's something specific you'd like us to talk about with regard to Russian trains. We're always looking for ideas and, and want to talk about what you find most interesting. And we'll see you in the next video.